Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Ass, ass. The Onyx Theater is trying to come beyond that. Yeah, they're a Paul Mattingly production. I mean, they're not trying to <laughs> since hey. when? Hey, 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 yo! Come for the theater, stay for the fetish equipment. Stay for the cum. <laughs> come come for the theater, theater, stay theater for the cum. Oh. <laughs> oh my! How many times oh have those words yes. been said? Which reminds yes. me, did you guys see uh, Penny Arcade? They do their dicker doodles thing every year. No. no. They do a oh a with the ho- cookies, the holiday yeah. cookies that are shaped like cocks, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a, co- a photo contest for all their fans right. to send in the most creative, creatively iced, de- decorated, designed dick cookie. And uh, the dicker doodles that won, the one that won this year was uh, a giant. Instead of a, a throne made of swords, it's a throne made of penises, basically. Game of bones. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. And it says winter nice. is coming. Nice. <laughs> 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 They're all dripping with jizz. It's really, oh, nice. it's really good. That's pretty solid. It's really good. Well done. That is pretty solid. It is a fountain. That is a good one. It is really good. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 173. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Gentlemen, how was your week? That's good. Busy. Right. Busy. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I got to play with my friends uh, Brett and Spencer. They were kind enough to invite me to uh, be a participant, a uh, performer in their little pre-show of their show called You Heal, We Heal. Uh, we Heal, You Heal. Uh, that was held over at the Cockroach uh, Theater Space uh, for this week. It's a little trial run. They're getting the show off the ground. Um, they're both amazing acrobats and performers and comedians in their own right. And I was just privileged to be part of it. It was a lot of fun. For those of you who saw it, you know how zany it was. For those of you who didn't, hang on. Hopefully they will remount it again before too long in some other capacity in some other theater. But just keep your eyes posted. We'll put a link up. Okay. Or I guess you'll put a link up. I'll say that. Where, where I, love how, I love how Paul's like, I'll put a link up. No, I didn't say you. I said, we'll put a link up. And That's I said, right. You'll put a link up. I, I, uh, glares over. I know what I'm doing. He's writing his note. Mm-hmm. I was healed. I went and saw the show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the two uh, uh, interesting artists working on a really interesting idea and project. Uh, and uh, Spencer is a clown. And I don't know if is Brett professionally trained as a clown as well i don't know i think sure. he has some clowning background yeah yeah um, certainly acrobatics yeah. and whatnot yeah so mm-hmm. some really amazing moments in the show so mm-hmm. yeah it's uh yeah it's interesting to watch uh, something like that come to life it was very <coughs> cool and you know support your local art yeah man where support the, art where was the cockroach theater cockroach theater is a new space they have downtown at the art square it's just oh, okay. it's next to all those loud bars and crazy hoo-hahs it's right next door to the artifice right is that what they call it now the art yeah. square yeah, Art that, Square. That new space, the Art hmm. Square, on uh, Charleston and Maine. And uh, it's actually called the Art Square Theater, I think. Space is called the Art Square Theater? Yeah, I think it's right. technically theater. called that, but Cockroach Theater, it's their permanent home. Got it. So, okay. yeah. I think they, for whatever reasons, <laughs> they did it that way. <laughs> I swear there vomit in that. It was, almost. <laughs> you taste amazing. Almost a verb. <laughs> uh, that one burned me a little. That was, <laughs> it's at Mexico, folks. <laughs> I don't have my uh, neuro juice today <laughs> with me. I was running late, so I had to, I couldn't. I had to forego uh, oh my convenience my. store oh, stop. Mexico Coke so drink Mexico. It's the good Coke from Mexico. Drink Mexico and vomit. You got to get that pure cane sugar in there, baby. <laughs> yeah, really. Wow. It's nice how things come around. I tell you, I mean, as Everyone much as I 
much as I love drinking Coke, and I do, uh-huh. I still, oh, yeah. I remember. you know, my uncle used to restore Model T's, okay? And he swore by Coca-Cola as the ultimate in windshield cleaner. Oh. So it's like... <laughs> I heard it's good for Chrome. It's good for a lot it's of things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've disproven that recently. Did they? Oh, Who are they? Snap. Scientists. <laughs> Science. Science. Scientists. Oh. It doesn't sound like an intelligent all design. All those old wives' tales where they, you know, they carry the two liter of coke in the back of a police car to clean up blood. Uh-huh. That was disproven. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that one. Wow, you needed scientists to ask policemen if they did that? Uh, no, no, I'm a scientist, I'm officer. Do you do this? No, uh, we're just okay. taking a survey. That was just an example. But there was a <laughs> well, I heard the tooth thing uh, actually didn't happen either. No. The, the, the tooth uh, and the, the tooth Yeah, tooth. it did right. not. Did not. Yeah. Um, they said that uh, if... if it's still because not good put, for your teeth. Well, yeah. no, the, the carbonic sure. acid. <laughs> Nothing is for like two, well, well, they kept like two weeks in the. It's the it's well, the, the coke thing with the, the teeth. Yeah. For those who don't know, go read a book. No, it, the uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, fuckers. <laughs> what are those? Turn off this podcast right now. Yeah. 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 Go educate yourself. Stop. Read. What are you talking about? Stop it. No, keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> Play video games while you hear read us. Read a book. Supposedly, somebody put a tooth in a glass of coke, left it for three weeks, and the tooth was gone. Right. It's always no, posted on Facebook yeah, yeah. as like yeah. an old uh, kid's science experiment in the yeah. science fair. Oh, look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a, that I was still a... say it was the tooth fairy, but that's yeah, my yeah. conspiracy theory. <laughs> and she was looking for real coke. And anyway, yeah. long story short. You want to talk about somebody so take care of chrome? She this can start chrome off they, a bumper they, at tooth They addressed fairy. all of those old wives' tales about Coca-Cola. Ah, uh, the and, Coca-Cola tales. And uh, they, they did the you know the peer-reviewed where they put the, the uh, a tooth in a... A glass of Coke, and then left it there, and they checked in on it every few days. It was still days. a tooth. Just and checking yeah, out. After three tooth? weeks, <laughs> there was t- the tooth was still there. Yeah. Shocking. This is because it's 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 not the it's not the the acid I'll, that eats away well, the enamel. I'll remember you. That when was that first tooth done? Was that in the sixties? Well, yeah, that was before there was really, really a lot of fluoride in the water. So now our teeth <laughs> are right. naturally stronger. stronger. American teeth of yeah. triumph. So yeah. there could well, just be that. Actually, in all seriousness, I was going to say also with like. The high fructose corn syrup that was a changeover in the '80s, so that could whoa. be causing it too. <laughs> but it's it's the it's your it's the bacteria Science. in your mouth that takes away the enamel. I'm not talking about that. A, Jeff, no. I'm talking about like when he's swearing by the windshield. Oh, oh yeah. The, oh, the, the coke of his time is actually different from yeah, the coke different. of ours. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking pre-Windex days. There is that too. <laughs> That's true. I'm just trying to like what what properties does Coke have? What it is it appropriate is it's the carbonate it's the carbonation, the carbonation and whatnot water. that yeah. gets it but, into the right. crevices and the pits of the well, of well, especially older glass is good right. for cleaning. Yeah. Especially yeah. older carbonated Windex. Ageist. Oh my god. <laughs> it's ageist that older yeah. wind. Can we crowdfund this? And I <laughs> cracks. Kickstarter. Carbonated Windex. It could be good. Something like kind of like a foaming drain snake. Which is what I call my cock. Um, <laughs> You're the only one who calls it that. Well, I'm not the Well, okay, I guess I'm the only one. Your wife doesn't even call it that. No, she does not call it a foaming drain snake. She would never. She calls it, she get calls that out of here. Get she knows better. Get that out of here. She, no, no. The quote unquote, get no, 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 that is not true. She loves it. She yeah. calls it, why is that here? <laughs> That's why she married she me. She just calls it snaking my, drain foam. For my foaming drain snake. I call her the snakey. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, but something like uh, some kind of activator 
for your Windex that makes it foam up and get all crazy, but that mm-hmm. shit's dangerous. Yeah. On a, on you can a put a little note. carbonator module in the bottom <laughs> of a Windex bottle and activate it and then spray it. I was you always, could. I was always told. <laughs> you actually could. He has one, yes. The whole idea, Jeff, is to make this easier to clean your fucking windows. <laughs> yeah. No, I was always told you uh, if you use newspaper, too, it wouldn't streak as much as opposed to like paper towels. Yep. Right. So I don't get why that Papers. is. Paper and vinegar. Yeah, like why is it? Why do newspaper? What is that? Newsprint. Like newsprint, like the newspaper. The paper, the paper. paper The paper is good quality. And I've been using Coca-Cola's lubricant for a long time. doesn't work that well. Whoa, uh, that's... The only downside of the newspaper. That's what I read. because you drink Coke. That's what I read. Lubricant for what? Your car? No, for my cock. God bless your girlfriend. You you, you use Coke on your wiener? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Didn't it dissolve like a tooth? (laughs) (laughs) I can just prove that immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I left my dick in a jar of Coke overnight, (laughs) and my dick was still there. Strangely, it got larger. And what a sensation. <laughs> oh, the downside with that newspaper thing, though, is like if you do it, because I actually have tried this yeah, with yeah. Windows, uh, depending on what type of ink yeah, they, yeah, they the are ink using, it leaves ink streaks. I know, that's it what I've leave, never made sense It doesn't leave the streaks of whatever it was you were cleaning, <laughs> yeah, new, but occasionally new, new dirt. it will, yeah. it will <laughs> make things ink, worse. The ink will yeah. streak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never, I well, mean. It, didn't they used to wrap like fish and stuff in old newspapers? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Back when yeah, it was, well, back when yeah, it was well, lead, who's eating the skin of a fish? So you're not eating the scales on the so fish. When, back <laughs> when it was lead-based ink, too, which is really there interesting. You go. So windshields were the first silly putty. Kind of. Windshields okay. yeah. could have yeah. been. Maybe very, fish, very, actually, might have been. <laughs> what he's saying are fish were the first silly I would silly never putty. wipe my car with a fish. No, the, they were the first silly putty. <laughs> fish fish are the, the first silly putty? Like, modern ink is soy-based now, so it's safe to wrap fish in your soy. Put your face in a fish and it makes the imprint. It'll mm, hold the... You've never not tried the that? kind of fish I put my face <laughs> in. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine Paul's face imprinted on that? Yeah. <laughs> Go out on a date tonight. She drops her drawers and you're like, oh, fuck. Uh, Paul's been here. Not again. again. God damn it. Never mind. Oh, again. It was there nice meeting you. There's a big old you. smile. <laughs> yep. The Mattingly Life Mask. Move along. Embedded in boom. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a big uh, cleaning nerd, and it's really tough to find the pro, the, the really just the right uh, kind of uh, uh, paper towel that doesn't fuzz out too much. You know, yeah, you got to yeah, yeah. spend a little money. You got to right. get the uh, the electronic paper towel ones. That's the low, I'm sorry. Electronic <laughs> paper, paper towels. Can you download what? these paper towels? No, 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 no. no. Well, they, they, you they're paper towels that are specifically designed for cleaning electronics because they're a low. Would these be called oh. napkins? You're done. Cut his mic. <laughs> but they're lint-free. Uh, yeah, paper exactly. Towels. Lint-free paper towels yeah, yeah. for electronics. Yes. If you don't have the money to do that, and you have old coffee towel. filters that you know yeah, that you're not using, well. coffee filters actually do work very yeah, well, well because they are a low lint paper. There you go. Hey, cleaning nerd. Yes. Cup of bleach down the shower drain once a month, pro or con? Con. Okay. Why is that? Well, depending upon the tu- the the tubes. The what do you got? Yeah. Oh no, of, I, I I don't do it. I'm just because yeah. you know I hear people who are. Oh like, really? Is that yeah, a thing people do. say? Yeah, yeah. Do? I'm yeah. con. What's Wake the up. theory well, behind it? Well, number one, that much bleach just out into the sewers is not good on anybody. Just straight yeah. bleaching stuff. By the time it gets anywhere, it's diluted to the point, anyways. Okay, thanks says, a lot. <laughs> says eight million people, and then That's all right. of a sudden, well, a couple months. Who's paying you? Who's paying you, Agent Michael? The guy dropping. 
Our our water supply is has bleach in it anyways. You're it's right. Like, well, the chlorine getting white. added to and bleach. Not only that, but the soft scrub you're using has bleach in it. Well, so. no, I know. Yeah. I, I, right, I just I just be con. There's other thing. I poured ridiculous shit down. I use foaming drain snakes. That's what I use. <laughs> so I wasn't. <laughs> you, I you actually you use your foaming, foaming drain. I use my foaming drain wow. snake to clean. That's Honestly, acrobatic it makes more of a mess. There. It makes more of a mess, <laughs> and, and it's for higher, especially when you're pulling it out, right? <laughs> Not even no, because I can't hardly pull it out because there's a suction thing. Number one, that's why I'm and saying then, that's well, that's why you do it. And he's just not that flexible. And I don't shave down there anymore, so I'm like a Botswana man. <laughs> oh, but there's your umbrella pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right on that. It's a thorough cleaning. You're it's right a thorough that. cleaning. <laughs> but I come up with rusty pubes. It's no good. Oh. Rusty pubes. Uh, I love that guy. Yeah. He was, he, you know, I loved him in that one movie he did. Thirties westerns. It was all oh, rusty yeah, pubes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't go to a matinee without seeing something with rusty pubes in it. Rusty pubes. Rusty pubes and Riding. Ichabod Dwarfman in. Riding my horse to sunset. <laughs> Rusty wow. pubes oh, on he was the train. Huh? He was a singing cowboy. Yeah, he was a singing cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll keep riding on this dirty, dusty trail until my rusty pubes fall away. Fall away. Fall away. Fall away. Fall away. All my rusty, dusty pubes fall away. They fall away. My horse smells like asshole. I was waiting for the banjo and the asshole smells like horse join in. My asshole smells like horse because we ride against each other all day and night, of course. <laughs> Don't smell the back of my horse. Don't smell my asshole. They smell the same. <laughs> my trusty steed, Brown Star. Come along, Brown Star. <laughs> 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 away, <Wow>. Brown Star! <laughs> Hi ho, Brown Star! Away! Now, before we begin the show proper, I just want to remind everybody the premiere of Wins a Lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Master Torgo's movie. It was your movie, your really. Movie. You're starring in the movie. Sounds like the name of a knight, Sir Winslow. Yes. It very, very much is, actually. Yes, it is. Because, no, uh, yeah, no, it's modern the, version. Uh, crazy low-budget, mo- micro-budget, they're calling them now. I'm finding the proper terminology. Micro-budget movie that we, uh, we put together uh, in the fall of 2012, now that we're in 2013. Yeah. Uh, and we're uh, having our world premiere on January 30th at 2 o'clock, which is a Wednesday afternoon. At the Palms Casino at the Brendan Theaters there, the movie theaters there. Uh, they've been uh, pretty cool about letting us uh, do this thing, and it'd be great if people could come out and check it out and fill the joint and see Master Torgo do his magic. And you're all invited. Please come, yeah. come, come watch. We would love to have the problem that we had too many people show up. As long as it's not Doug Henning style magic, you know. No, 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 no. no. Okay, no, no. good. No, to- uh, Master Torgo is quite good in that movie, actually. He's. Uh, he did a really good job, and the other guy, uh, the other main guy, Patrick Kerr, who some people might know as Noel on the old uh, show Frasier. He's the weird little guy that used to love uh, Ross uh, oh, okay. on the show, but uh, he was uh, the other main dude in the show, and absolutely incredible. Yeah, he's pretty amazing, and a lot of uh, local talent here in Las Vegas. Uh, people from the improv community of uh, that Paul and I mm-hmm. frequent, and. Um, <clears throat> And some other folks from around the town. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to doing it. Hope you can all make it out. Uh, it's uh, kind of uh, crazy. January 30th, 
Wednesday afternoon, 2 p.m., Palms Casino. Yeah, see you Be there. Be there. Yeah. You know, I still find I Come it up am- and say hi. Yeah, I still I find it you. amazing the whole recategorization of of what type movie types, funding types, like micro budget, because because call- like twenty million dollars is now considered a quote unquote low budget movie. Well, under s- under SAG contracts, this oh, is really? an ultra low budget contract. Oh. Uh, ultra low budget goes all the way up to two hundred thousand dollars. Really, that's considered wow. ultra low budget. Wow, wow. Uh, but now uh, in the Distribution world, this is probably more of a micro budget because yeah. it's under you know twenty thousand dollars. Right, I put this micro thing budget, but macro heart. <clears throat> uh, much much like my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I've shown the trailer around. Everybody really loves it. They're oh, good. Really excited about it. Yeah. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the trailer's been getting quite a few hits, which is nice to see. Yeah, um, and I tell you what. After I post the show tonight, I'll also put the trailer up yeah, on the a, Ugly Couch show. Yeah, there's a link there or something. Facebook. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. And yeah, awesome. please do. So y- y'all can see what the trailer looks yourselves. like. Yeah, say hi to us and let us know you uh, heard about it from the Ugly Couch show, if that's how you heard about it, because the Ugly Couch show would love to know that that's how you heard about it. And uh, I'll let them know if people say, hey, I heard about it from the Ugly Couch show. Or Geek Shock, whichever you'd prefer to call this. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. It's all what I'm saying. <laughs> it's one beautiful, happy family. It is. News you don't give a shit about! Oh, yeah. Okay. you like that? Was that? I was I'm excited. I... You were excited. I'm, ex- I'm actually excited about this. Today's, today's news was you were fun to look up. up. Finally some good stuff, huh? Yeah, there's yeah. there's some enjoyable the year things has in begun. this. Lay it on us. But before you get to the good stuff, it's all pain. All right. This is uh, from a press release, gentlemen. I like these. Blue Water Productions is granting Alana's wish in animating her like a superhero. There will be four exclusive classic collectible homage covers for the digital release of 15 Minutes Honey Boo Boo on iTunes, Kindle, Wow, Wowio, and My Digital Comics, released Wednesday, January 9th, for $1.99 each. So, yeah. Starting out. Uh, the iTunes exclusive will feature Honey Boo Boo in a homage to Sensation Comics number one, featuring the first appearance of Wonder Woman. The Kindle exclusive will feature the Tiny Tot in a homage to the first appearance of Supergirl in Action Comics 252. And the Wowio and My Digital Comic covers will feature Alana as a superhero with Glitzy the Pig. 15 Minutes is a brand new series brought to you by Blue Water Productions that will focus on reality stars. Oh. These celebrities, for better or worse, have grabbed onto the attention of millions of people from around the world. I just started giggling because I was sitting here listening to that, and as I looked around the room, everyone else in the room at one point just slowly shook their head <laughs> in disgust. It's, it's totally disgusting. I'm, I'm, I'm done on with superhero it. I hate this crap. So go out and get your, your Honey Boo Boo comic. <clears throat> or better yet, don't. <laughs> More power to them, but... Boo hiss. No, no, no more power. Honey, they got plenty do, of power. Do your part in saving humanity and do not have a little power they Honey Boo Boo has no power. No, she, that's true. Her and her family have no power. They are pawns no. in this game. They really you're are. reading that book that's all about the reality yeah. TV. It's Yeah, they have no power. But but whatever. Yep. They're, As I was saying earlier, every now and then you're reminded, oh yeah, that thing I really love is just a giant corporation yeah. trying to make as much money as it possibly can and it's, doesn't really give a crap about us or the quality of what they're Some out stuff there. is that way. Yeah. Not everything. Well, but often you're reminded, like, oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And well, someday we hope to be that way. 
And it's um, and it's all the new Carnival Freak Show is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no, the 1920s certain, Freak Show. There's yeah. definitely a certain amount of that. Yeah. Watch me bite this head off a chicken. Yeah. Go, honey, boo boo. <laughs> well, when you're looking, watch when, that episode. You know, <laughs> or else you won't go on stage. Yeah. We're looking for answers to life. What is it? Why are we here? And we we look at this quote unquote reality stuff. And we're like, well, I mean, it's number one. It's like, well, at least I'm not that. And yeah, then it's, it's and that's escape, a big part of the draw. It's, it's, it's right the there. escapism part of it because at least I'm not that. And then it's also you know just getting a taste of well things yeah things could be worse. I think that's a big a big part of why it's on it is. there. It's is a, for, a lot of Schadenfreude. You know the whole uh, the government's just trying to keep us complacent, all ever more complacent. I don't know. I watched this crazy documentary this week. That really <laughs> Apparently, you just went blew my there, fucking really. brain. Dude. You went very Which, Ventura. Zeit, Zeitgeist addendum. Oh yeah, it's I on, keep, uh, I keep it's on to Netflix. Watch that. Woof! I keep, I keep almost watching it. I'm like, I don't think I'm. I don't know, movie. man. Well, I mean, you know, I, how much do you? How much of it do you believe? How much of it do you? But it yeah. seems I don't know. Woo! Takes the winds out of your sails. I'll tell you. I like those though. I love a good conspiracy theory. I do. Well, whether it's this, true or not, then this is the one you need to see. Yeah. It's quality. <laughs> And uh, The Wrap reported that Universal announced a June 13th, 2014 release date on Friday for Jurassic Park 4. Now, normally I'd be kind of excited about this sort of news, because I like the Jurassic Park series. But? Uh, The release date is almost exactly 17 months from now, and the director for the movie is yet to be chosen. Uh, Spielberg won't be getting behind the camera for this one, although he will co-produce it with Frank Marshall, uh, Rick Jaffa. Won't he co-produce and, anymore? And Amanda Silver. He won't direct it, but he, he will si- co-produce. He signed it. off on everything now. Yeah. He made Transformers happen. Oh wait, who is? Wait, wait. It's Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver who penned last year's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. They just turned into script for Jurassic Park Four. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of promising. But uh, the bottom line is, it's a just finished script, no director, no cast, and a release date in just under a year and a half from now. Yeah, that is not much time to pull out a big movie no. like this. But also, no pressure, no diamonds, motherfucker. Yeah, I could be completely <laughs> surprised. But I mean, not not to defend is that that, that choice, right huh? Is that your gangster rap out. Oh, I have a feeling Paul said that to himself in the bathroom many times. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you, my gems are truly outrageous. Um, <laughs> Didn't Jurassic Park 3 get I thought it was a ruby. A it was blood. <laughs> now, did Spielberg do all the other Jurassic Parks? No. He no, I did directed, the first two. He directed the first two. Yeah, he yeah. produced the third. Okay, that's what I thought. I didn't think he did And the yeah, third, third, I think, did have a uh, It was a, a smaller pretty short. Time. It was like an 18-month production uh-huh. cycle. Yeah. See? Is there any talk about Andy Serkis being one of the dinosaurs? Of course there is. Then that's a definite end for me if that's (laughs) true. Do you guys remember? He'll be the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Do you remember the script that was floating around there, the treatment about having the dinosaurs being humanoids and almost kind of like a... Cadillacs and dinosaurs type scenario. No, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't read you got to check it out. There's a Jurassic Park. F- Jurassic, oh, Jurassic Park. Park. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, I love that Park. restaurant. I, I think <laughs> he, he totally dropped his porn knowledge. There. I think that's entree the, number six at Hong's Ding Sum. Yes, there's the a Jurassic Park four. Jurassic, Jurassic Park four treatment. Uh, full script, I think it's out there on the net. You can check around Hilarious. and find it. Uh, where basically they made they engineered dinosaur humanoid soldiers. And they become awesome. this like ragtag, dirty dozen type of uh, commando unit that awesome. had to go out. Are and you carry sure out. this is not one of those trans transmorphers or movies? I want to see that alliance movie. films. I do. This is legitimate. I, I want to see that movie Paul, now. Paul just sold me on it. I would watch that movie. This is the thing. Like 
this is this shit is pre Michael Bay Transformers and all this kind of stuff. And at this point, like I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want anymore, movies. I don't care. I'm not gonna watch half your shit. I'm just I'm a different moviegoer than I was when I when the treatment got made. Yeah. And now it's kinda like gone through the loop and it's like, I don't care. Do it. Fuck it. Who cares? That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's Throw true. shit at the wall. I mean, at this point, seriously. Yeah. That's what they're doing anyway. I know. Yeah. And I mean, th- I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd much prefer a real nuts and bolts, ground up, new approach, weirdness, mm-hmm. than, you know, same old, mm-hmm. hey, I bet a big dinosaur is coming. Yep. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I bet somebody's going to get their head bit. Sure enough. You know, it's like, I want to see <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger st- as a stegosaurus shooting people. Okay, that pitch sold fucking me. fucking amazing. Definitely. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I believe that was called Especially casting. Well, I mean, I've got his fans on my back. Exactly. Keep think about cool. think about all this. I'm going to send you back to the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On, on, as a side note, I think we should form Fuck It Productions. <laughs> and our symbol should be a wall with some shit on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, work, I'm working on it, guys. <laughs> Just throw shit against the wall. I mean, I call stick. it Cosmic Films, but I'm working mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is one of the things I'd like to do is just create a place where people can do, just do things. You know, like, it's not a huge budget, but let's just do stuff and have fun and see what works. Oh, what here you go. Here it is. Hasta la vista, Barney. Because Barney is a dinosaur. Yeah. Weekend geek! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you put me to sleep with that one. That's impressive. I can't do a cricket noise. You just got your ass kicked in the park. <laughs> Okay, that was a little better. better. Yeah. You're getting yeah. closer, but that doesn't mean keep trying. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the comedy, the comedy no, doesn't keep trying. Leave the yet off. Don't keep trying. It's not there. Just leave the yet off. No, we'll get there. No, we'll you hit there. it. That was gold. <laughs> Couldn't get any better. No point in trying anymore. <laughs> no, that was the pinnacle, my friend. <laughs> Going to Tyrannosaurus Rex your face. <laughs> All right, a few weeks. Did I make you Brontosaurus? There you go. Did I make you Brontosaurus? Are you Brontosaurus from where I punched you? <laughs> what do you call a blind dinosaur? What? I don't know what you Did call. you think he saw us? <laughs> <laughs> Good callback. Yeah, Good callback. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! You just did that. Okay, okay. So, so here's 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 one. So instead of a stegosaurus, he's he's playing a pterodactyl, and he's like, "I'm going to fly around and find you, and piss all over your head, but you'll never hear it. Why? Because in pterodactyl, the pee is silent." Jeez. Went a long way for that one. Wow. <laughs> oh. Paul Mattingly. Oh. Original. <laughs> told that joke on the show before. Not original. No, I just started we, on the uh, internet. Oh, we can okay. uh, edit Blame that out, internet. right? We can edit some of that? <laughs> nah, nah. It's punishment. It all stays in now. <laughs> I heard a couple of good jokes this That's week. I'm trying great. to remember them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so sad you didn't decide to share them with us. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I told you I'd kill you last? I fossilized. A few weeks back. <laughs> he oh, loves God. puns. He loves them. I yeah. didn't know you loved puns so much. He does. Yeah. 
He got on a pun fetish last night at the show, too. Couldn't help himself. I don't know what's worse, the fact that that he's laughing at his own jokes, or that's the only funny thing he's doing is is, is, his laughter so far. Come on, I fossilized. That's great. No. No. Something happened a few weeks back. Did it? Yeah, What's what up? What's what that? happened? All right, a few weeks back, a petition started going around asking oh, the White House oh. to construct a Death Star for the U.S. Well, it got enough signatures that the White House had to issue an official response. Titled, This Isn't the Petition Response You're Looking For, the official reply statement was written by Paul Shawcross, uh, Chief of Science and Space Branch at the White House Office of Management and Budget. Quote, The administration shares your desire for job creation and a strong national defense. But a Death Star isn't on the horizon, he wrote. Here are a few reasons. Wah, wah. Because it could literally be on the horizon, depending on what part of the continent you live on. Yeah, that's the joke in this. I (laughs) like it. (laughs) Here are a few reasons. It's actually a funny piece without your help. Not anymore, is it? (laughs) Let's let this play out, Paul. I put put a little sauce on this. Leave your foam Don't and snake out of it. Don't change the flavor profile. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the flavor profile alone. Uh, here are a few reasons. The construction of the Death Star has been estimated to cost more than $850 quadrillion. We're you working... actually read that out? I just saw eight yeah. with like a, a bunch of Yeah, zeros. I reduced it for the wow. show. You're welcome. Wow. Good job. Where I, did you not read that number and not go, oh, quadrillion? <laughs> seriously, I saw seriously. Are we not geeks? Seriously, yeah. what do you mean? Seriously, seriously? you're that a geek a, on a geek show. That was a sanctimonious statement. <laughs> seriously, I can't believe how outraged Jeff is that Mike didn't see that as quadrillion. I got past trillion, and I'm like, what are you an idiot? <laughs> I don't know about your paychecks, but million, I'm, t- I'm doing that kind of math on a weekly, yo. <laughs> My paycheck doesn't have fifteen or sixteen zeros. I don't even. Uh, I don't even bother to cash it. <laughs> Three of those zeros are going to Uncle Sam now. Thank you very fucking much. New tax hike. Uh, We're working hard to reduce the deficit, not expand it. The administration does not support blowing up planets. And why would we spend countless taxpayer dollars on a Death Star with a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship? Unquote. And Shawcross used the rest of this statement to tout uh, present achievement and future plans in American science and space exploration. And encourage anyone truly interested in Star Wars-style future to consider a future career in science. Quote, if you do pursue a career in science, technology, engineering, or the math-related field, the Force will be with us. Remember, the Death Star's power to destroy a planet or even a whole star system is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Unquote. That's an official government statement. Say all the dead Jedi. (laughs) Say That quote is from all the dead Jedi. Actually, it's from a living Jedi. Jedi. No, turn he was soon to be dead. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. He was redeemed. Fuck that. (laughs) What do you mean? No, that's for Obi Wan made that quote. Or is it Yoda? Vader. Oh, Vader Vader did make that that, quote. Okay. And he's dead. Holy crap. Now, I can't believe you didn't know that Vader said that quote. You don't know who said that quote. (laughs) Fucking shit. I know somebody said it that's a dead Jedi. Worst geek show ever. Now you know how I feel about it. Can somebody get the chains for the manacles that are holding Jeff down to the couch? Poor guy. Now, the government's official statement has a response from the official Star Wars blog as follows. 
From Imperial Center, Coruscant. The overwhelming military superiority of the Galactic Empire has been confirmed once again by the recent announcement by the President of the United States that his nation would not attempt to build a Death Star, despite the bellicose demands of the people of his tiny, aggressive planet. Quote, It is doubtless that such a technological terror in the hands of so primitive a world would be used to upset the peace and sanctity of the citizens of the Galactic Empire, said Governor Wilhelm Tarkin of the Outer Rim Territories. Such destructive power can only be wielded to protect and defend by so enlightened a leader as Emperor Palpatine. Unquote. Representatives on behalf of the nation-state leader from the unimaginatively named planet refused to acknowledge the obvious cowardice of their choice, preferring instead to attribute the decision to fiscal responsibility, quoting, The costs of construction they cited were ridiculously overestimated, though I suppose we must keep in mind that this minuscule planet does not have our massive means of production, added Admiral Conan Mahdi of the Imperial Starfleet. Emissaries of the Emperor also caution any seditious elements within the Galactic Senate not to believe Earth's exaggerated claims of there being a weakness in the Death Star design. Quote, any attacks made upon such a station, should one ever be built, would be a useless gesture, added Mahdi. So that's the official response. Imperial propaganda. That's cute. Very cute. What's the, what, what's the rebel statement? We don't have a rebel uh, rebel statement on this yet. Uh, rebel they didn't state, build a Death Star. Rebel statement is well, hidden no, in a droid they... somewhere. Yeah, rebel scum. <laughs> we hiding like bitches. <laughs> We're on I can't s- wait for the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to be. be. Yeah, we just hiding like bitches. Marlon Wayans is the leader of the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> Star Wars 7. Uh, like hiding like bitches. We Why hide. the hell we pick a planet so goddamn cold? Goddamn. Woo! I do not <laughs> like the cold. Great. So now we're going to get the Wayans uh, space movie. Wait, that's wait. Great. So Marlon Wayans is what? Lando's son? Uh, oh, Jeff, maybe. that's racist. There is only one that black is, guy. I was going to say, there's, there's only galaxy. one black man in that entire universe. Oh, I see. So they're all his kids. <laughs> Man, you're just piling it on, aren't you, saying. buddy? <laughs> it's just what television yeah. has taught him. And then, and then, <laughs> this, he's got a what? Wookiee partner as well, and they're flying around, and the Wookiee's like, he's like, shut up, you didn't have to eat all that food. I know we went to a cheap cantina. I can't afford much else. And then the Wookiee's like, boo, boo. He's like, oh my god, damn it, why don't you keep that to yourself? I feel like I'm up in the Tabana gas mines again, just like I was when I was living with my father, who is Lando Calrissian, the only man that can give birth to people of color in the entire (laughs) Star Wars universe. And he also reproduces asexually. I I fell off his thigh one day. People don't know that about my dad. He has a reproductive thigh gland. Now you know. Don't don't give me no lip. God damn it! For you Skylander fans, oh, we can skip this. Last year, Disney teased something very big called Disney Infinity, and now we know what it is. It's not just a Disney MMO; it's a Disney MMO that spans PCs, tablets, mobile phones, and game consoles, along with eventually hundreds, if not thousands, of Disney and Pixar characters along with interactive real-world toys and a massive Disney experience. 
Uh, the game is set for a June release. will integrate collectible physical toys into a sandbox game that can include the very best of Disney's and Pixar's brands. Infinity will launch first on consoles and will gradually become available on mobile and online devices through the rest of 2013. While no exact date was announced, a countdown on the game's official website ends June 1st. Disney Infinity's characters can, quote, exist and interact in one game across Windows PC, PlayStation 3, Wii, Wii U, and Xbox 360 versions, as well as on tablets and mobile phones. The game will also support two-player co-op and structured adventures and up to four players in toy box mode. The Disney Infinity platform will include an initial line of 40 collectible interactive pieces that will allow players to expand and customize their play experiences as well as 17 character figures that can be used to bring new characters into toy box mode of the game. Both items and characters will use the Infinity-based ad experiences worlds and worlds to the game, and the uh, power discs, 20 of which will be available at launch, can also be placed on the base to power up characters with unique abilities, customizations, and gadgets. Uh, Disney showed uh, power discs for Aladdin, Mickey Mouse, Brave, Bolt, Frankenweenie, Tangled, Kermit the Frog, Finding Nemo, Dumbo, Cinderella, Peter Pan, and Tron Uprising. It sounds like they're going to be mining nearly 100 years of cartoon shorts, TVs, live-action films, and animated films, as well as characters and settings from all the Pixar movies, and probably down the line they'll start including other franchises Disney owns, such as Star Wars and Marvel, into the game. Yeah, oh, if they shit. put Star Wars and Marvel yeah. in there, it's going to be really it. crazy. So yeah. basically, if you're a Disney file in any way, here comes your Skyline. If you're into anything, yeah. Disney's going to own it soon, yeah. and you're going to have to spend more money on this stuff. It is I mean, brilliant cross-brand uh, that's uh, what marketing. Disney's brilliant. I mean, they, they're very smart mm-hmm. business people, and, and, <clears throat> and in a way, they're also really good about giving the audience what they want. I mean, I'm sure people have been like, why can't I play a game from my PC to my bop adapt to my this to my that? Mm-hmm. And Disney's one of the first ones to really give it a shot, and I'm not surprised. I mean, it's just... Well, I watched the preview for it today, and it looks really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually... I, I don't like Skylanders. Not interested in Skylanders. I like this. It looks neat. I like this. And um, I already have a couple of statues from Gentle Giant from about six years ago where they did Darth Vader and... Han and Chewie. I ended up getting Leia and R2 and Vader in a very stylized animated version. Mm-hmm. They're statues. Oh, I remember those. These little maquettes. And they look really cool. And they're kind of somewhere between a Disney-fied version of them and the style that they came up with for the Clone Wars animated stuff. Okay. And it's that's what these figures look like. These little PVC figures. Like oh. everything. Like Jack Sparrow. Um, they had Sully from Monsters Incorporated. And who was the other one in this? Owen and... Uh, Mr. Incredible were the three in the, that are featured in the primarily in the trailer, and they all have that very stylized. I mean, of course, they're cartoony, but they have an even more stylized cartoony, and it's almost a unified kind of look about it too, which is kind okay. of cool. So it's got its own look and brand, look feel. and brand like a, a unifying style that'll make all those characters look like they belong to the same universe in a way. It's kind of cool. This is gonna make so much money. Yep. Even if it's a shitty game, it's gonna make so yeah. much money. Well, and, well and just that alone, just the collectible yeah. Yeah. figurines. Yeah, you have to get a couple of cool ones. And they, I mean, as soon as the thing starts up and the, the world starts generating itself and you can see way out in the distance, the big curly mountain from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and you're like, well, it's over. <laughs> well, yeah. It's over. They got well, I mean, all these worlds to play with. <laughs> there's yep. so many people that already collect like Disney figurines, mm-hmm. and this is a whole nother world for yep. them, and a whole, as you say, a whole nother looking style. Yeah, no, that's big. It's that's huge. It's that's gross, the whole thing. It's like gross money. Collectibles, they're only worth what someone will pay you for them. It's eighty-five quadrillion dollars. And when this starts, people will pay. Yes, and collectibles, 
the collectibles that last and the collectibles that really roll are cross collectibles, which means two or three different kinds of collectors have interest in your yeah. collectible. Man, which sense. right off the bat, you've got Disney files and video game heads. Yeah. So you've got two rabid, tchotchke-hungry fanboy <laughs> bases ready to eat up all your shit already. Not to mention the people who will then become just straight up um, Infinity fans, yeah. which is what oh. the thing's called. Um, yeah. yeah, so you'll have... Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to write Warhammer rules for the figures. That way you can put your Warhammer armies against your Disney army. That'd be Stellar. cool. Hit, yeah, build some custom hero clicks bases for them. Yeah. Hell, hook them up with a, a carbonated water thing underneath of them. <laughs> it's easier to clean the board off after the game. <laughs> uh, back in December, it was announced that Glenn Mazzara the, was leaving the show as showrunner. Whom? Let me try this again. Glenn Mazzara was leaving as showrunner of The Walking Dead. <laughs> AMC Mazzara. That sounds like a bread. Glenn Mazzara? <laughs> yeah. That's something you'd I have. It, I think it's that, unleavened. Is that, is that something you have with a little bit of oil and vinegar <laughs> yeah. before a, a Middle Eastern meal? Yeah. Kirsten, you'd know. Mm. <laughs> little hummus I tastes was thinking, great. I was thinking Mediterranean. Glenn Mazaka <laughs> with some olives, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it sounds delicious. Will you will you be having the Glenn Mazara? Uh, I'd yeah. rather have the yeah with with the Athens fries. That sounds good. <laughs> You've got it coming right up. With goat cheese. <laughs> Love goat cheese. Yeah, so. So AMC may have found the replacement. TV lines reporting the su- supervising <laughs> a producer. A replacement for what? For who? <laughs> By Mazzara. Oh! Like the bread. Oh. What's the replacement for that? Oh. Athens fries. Peanut chips yeah. and hummus. <laughs> Peanut chips and almonds. Is that what he said? Peanut chips and almonds. Love it. Uh. Peanut chips and hummus. Show running duo. <laughs> Hello, I'm Peter Chips. This is my friend Hummus. <laughs> TV lines reporting. Supervisor producer uh, Scott Gimp- Gimpy Gimple. What? <laughs> now here's my thing. Why don't these guys just have the AMC? The AMC just go out and hire the goofiest names. <laughs> uh, could you? Could someone please get me Bumble Snort and Triple Clab? <laughs> I'm looking for a Mr. Harry Gingaglog. Uh, Harry Gingaglog, would you and Mr. Bumble Snort like to have a script meeting? <laughs> Triple Snab, uh, could you bring us some waters in here? Mr. Bumble Snort is parched. Sure, laugh now, but when I'm showrunner of this place, <laughs> you won't last a season. <laughs> No one uh, does. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> they should call this show The Walking Papers. Uh, Am I right? Uh, uh, sing. Yo, pick up your last check. Mr. Matzo Ball. Hey, yo. <laughs> Mr. Matzo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so they got Gumby to replace Matzo Ball. <laughs> Scott Gimple is... Uh... <laughs> uh, Scott Gimple he spent a third of his is stepping into Mazar's in shoes. <laughs> Ooh, hey, Gimple Clang. <laughs> Just you wait. I'm going to go to Hollywood. 
Apparently, I'll show you. He's nearing a deal with the network that will solidify him as the new boss. <laughs> Gimple joined the walking. <laughs> Uh, Damn it! Gimple, Gimple joined Gimple. The Walking Dead Gimple. last season, and he has written five episodes. He's pen- he penned the second mid-season finale, pretty much dead already, which featured the climactic opening of uh, Herschel's barn. Uh, Gimple's expected to take over the start of season four. <laughs> oh well, that should be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, they get, if they can get through the title credits, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's good that they're. Picking someone who's already been a part of it and knows it. And right. I think Mazzara was too, wasn't he? Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was yeah. Had, I mean, it's still ridiculous that uh, what's his name that originally created it isn't there. Oh yeah, Darabont. You know, yeah, but it's it's. Uh, I mean, at least they're in their stupidity. They're being smart about their replacements. <laughs> There's certainly a pattern of bizarre names. <laughs> They've got some. There's some method to their madness. <laughs> Johnson, no, I can't hire you, oh, sir. Get That's, out of I here. get no. I, I get a glass of the Darabont. Start off with the Mazzara. <laughs> exactly. I would really like the uh, gimbal. The gimbal. The gimbal yeah. for, uh, for my entree. This yeah. is a 38 gimbal. Oh, delicious! I think yeah. it's a little out of your price range. <laughs> do you have the 45. I don't want to assume. <laughs> do you have we, the do, 45? we do have. A 45. I, I should go with the 45. It's a bit dry. No, you're absolutely and it right. Might not break your fucking bank. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I right, believe well. this guy wanted a 39 Kimple. <laughs> These people. He acts like he's the showrunner on Walking Dead. <laughs> wait, wait, is it the 38 or the 39? No, the 45 is affordable. The 39, the 39 is way out of your price. You said 38 the first time. Look, you want to come argue wine with me back in the kitchen? We'll do it. Who's the sole meunier here? <laughs> which, which bottle has the thickest glass? Hey, I'm the solo in Salmonier. All right, motherfucker, just me. Which what has which one has the thickest glass? Well, why don't we come over here and find out? I strike it against your fucking noggin. Uh, I was gonna do the same to you. Oh, you were gonna do the same to me? Well, good luck. And there is no solo in Salmonier. <laughs> Just pour the 38 now, because it's over. <laughs> I hope you don't mind picking glass out of your wine. <laughs> Assholes. Here's a fun story about censorship. Aren't they all? There are no fun stories about censorship. In uh, Ridley Scott's 1979 classic Alien, uh, the UK Film Ratings Board gave the flick an X rating when it was first released. I remember that. Uh, They thought it would confuse teens about how sex works. (laughs) 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 The X rating... Now known as 18 in the UK. First couple girls I was with, I tried to fuck them in the chest. It was really confusing. I thought that's how it worked. I thought that's how it worked. It's got to go in there, right? No, that's how how a baby comes out. First, I pop your face a lot. Fuck that. Uh, What the fuck? How would it confuse us about sex? Oh, I'm I'm going to tell you. Let's see. 
<laughs> the rating just beneath uh, X is double A, also now known as 14 plus, would have allowed teenagers to see the film, but that's what the British Board of Film Classification, the BBFC, had the problem with back in 79. But according to recently unearthed records related to the film's classification, it wasn't the violence or the sci-fi horror or even the infamous chestburster. It was another famous scene that censors felt would confuse teens about how sex works. Now, if you remember, uh, spoiler alert, John Hurt comes upon a room filled with these curious alien eggs. He makes the... Well, I mean, when he, when he, when he comes all over that room, <laughs> it does kind of confuse you. Well, like, sure. It's like, how, else you, how else are you going to pollinate the eggs? It's like a salmon. He comes across the room. He comes across the room. Well, I mean, oh, the, guy's got, the guy's got range. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying... He, he's got some well, I remember when I was it. young enough that I could come across the room. <laughs> I was like, I can't even reach the keyboard of my computer. <laughs> Point. I know, yeah. It's like, those pipes are as loose as anything now. So it wasn't slime, it was ropes of jism. He was. He was the Peter North of his day. People forget that. John Hurt was the Peter North of his time. That's actually a great porn name, John Hurt. Yeah. So he comes upon a room filled with these curious alien eggs. He makes a mistake of looking straight down into one of them, and bam, he gets up close personal with a face hugger. Uh, Quote, I feel uneasy about passing the 14-year-olds a film which uses sexual imagery in a horror context, the BBFC censor wrote. Wow. The images are not always explicit, but run like a dark undercurrent throughout suggesting a powerful, threatening, unnamed force. (laughs) Occasionally, the image is explicit as when the leathery egg opens to reveal the glistening, pulsating membrane which erupts into a squid-like creature. So he's... (laughs) <laughs> dark undertones are in this guy's life. Yeah, I was gonna wow. say he's the one with this the dark undertones. Some really undercooked badge <laughs> that just kind of had a forehand flap thing going on, like oh, a I, Phillips I, head reveal. I thought and he like, was talking about uncut dicks. <laughs> Maybe peeling back the foreskin as it erupts forward. You might be right. Be that. Maybe I'm the guy that screwed up. That's <laughs> what I've seen. Maybe <laughs> the, oh, the ones with your Madison face County. imprint on, huh? Yeah, the ones. Badges of Madison <laughs> the egg opened up, and there's Paul. The ones of my life. That's why we censored it. <laughs> I don't want to flash ideas like this to teenagers uh. who might not have come to terms with the normal sexual functions. The censor said, "The early teens oh, cool, are a cool. trouble are a troublesome time." With physical changes making terrific demands on emotional stability, I don't want myself. I don't myself want to pass for this age group a film which might make disturbing in a non-specific way to a significant proportion of them. Well, you know, part of that is if your job all day, every day, is to look at stuff and try to find the naughty things you're gonna see you're you can find naughty in anything yeah i know you know you can find naughty in a neuroblast bottle if you want neurobliss bottle did i ever you know (laughs) so (laughs) by the way if you guys ever find that bottle (laughs) don't touch it don't ever touch it don't ever touch it you'll find it you'll find it enough pressure to make a diamond i hope you You want a question? No neuroblast. No neuroblast. Want to find is turn off the lights. It glows on its own accord. (laughs) There you go. It'll show up in an X-ray, I guess. I mean, I think that's partly what's going on there. Some people are just so rapidly trying to find that kind of material. Well, his description of the egg thing was kind of weird, but I mean, he is right in that the 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 part of the text of the story is actually male rape, men getting raped and impregnated. 
Raped I mean, in the face. Yeah, exactly. So he does have that point there, although the egg thing, I'm marring sexuality is... It just really sounds like he's 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 scared of sex stretching. himself. Clearly. Or his own sexuality. Clearly. Things were not... Things did not go Have well. Have you met any politicians? <laughs> but you make a good <laughs> point. This was a, this was a censorship guy, right? He wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to be a politician, though. Most of those I, censorship Britain, board people Britain, are. I'm not Britain, sure. You don't I, think so? You make, you make I know they are here. That if it had been a woman, would he had censored it? Probably really? not. Nah. Really? Probably right. You know? That's, I yes, that's a fine question. I wonder. Ripley, believe it or not? <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the closest thing you've said that pun-wise that's actually been funny. <laughs> now that's the one that you like. That's the one that Jeff likes. Everybody else gives me quizzical looks, but that one, that one hit a home run. Yeah, with there Jeff. you go. All right. Well, well you know, no fossilizing there. Nope. We can't notice. argue with Jeff. He did have the zinger earlier to the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. You, you, never, recipe. you never say who's going to get it. You say the right people will get it. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, so the right people will get it. As long as one person likes it, you've done your job. I've done my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In an interview with MTV, Joss Whedon said the S.H.I.E.L.D. show will have a very different vibe than the big screen superhero flicks. The series is about all those folks in the background flying the helicarrier or the agents who handle the cases that may not make it to the point of calling in the big guns. The cape killers? Uh, Here's how Whedon describes the series. Quote, you have to bring a bit of spectacle to S.H.I.E.L.D. It's got to be bigger than your average cop cop show, but at the end of the day, it's about the peripheral people. It's about the people on the edges of the grand adventures. The whole point of the show is that even all these big things, the little things matter. It's not about people who don't, it's it's about people who don't have superpowers. There will be people with powers, there will be effects, and there will be spectacle of science fiction storytelling, but all played on a very human, small level. That's the appeal of the thing. So Rosen, that's what you could expect with the shield. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are shield. Yeah. Awesome. I love that's that. a great analogy <laughs> that'd be funny those are great names too mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised agent rosencrantz he might do that, that agent guildenstern I, I would get excited for that well now that he's heard it on our show yeah he'll, well yeah he'll steal that okay so Expect this just Twitter triggered an moment. idea that i had this week okay Uh-oh. okay Uh-oh. so yeah. like that, like what you're talking about wouldn't it be fun to see like and i wonder if he doesn't use some of the footage from the movie and stuff and intersplice it with some of the early episodes yeah, being oh, probably guy, and being like, the guy who's playing galaga yeah, yeah. cut away to, the, to that and, then, yeah, and yeah. then build on that thing but then here's my <laughs> thought wouldn't it be cool if for a year some good horror director could work out a deal with other directors i know this would never work but it'd be really fun if the horror director could work out a deal with these other directors while they're making their regular sitcoms, spy movies, whatever, just normal movies, not horror movies, that while they're filming the horror movies, for like two weeks, if that, maybe one week out of the shooting, they do a segment of the film as an alternate cut that abruptly turns into a horror movie. Like one of the main characters just gets massacred, something crazy. And then... Kind of like Hollow Man. I don't. I haven't seen Hollow Man. I don't know. Yeah, that movie like devolved into a horror movie like that. Okay, crazy. Yeah, but just like one small like little scene, like little. You're talking like for one day, two days of shooting. Two days of shooting. We're gonna do a whole other little movie where this main character gets gets involved. You're gonna do. You're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna do part of the movie like it's a horror movie. You're gonna do a segment of that movie. But it'll never be in the movie. But it could fit perfectly in the movie. If need be. So that yeah. you could get an alternate version with the horror movie thing in there. And you could be watching like like I Love You Man. 
and like they go, they, they go to the concert and it turns into a massacre or something like that. Right. And then the movie continues, but like it's just this one weird segment of every movie just has this horror movie part of it that may or may not be in the finished product. In the finished product, like I mean, like it wouldn't it wouldn't be um, outside of it. Like it could fit if you let it play, but you can totally keep it out and keep the movie as it was. I don't know. I just thought it'd be really funny to like have people going to see a romantic comedy and there's this horrible scene of terrible mutilation in the middle of it almost like a, a gag kind of thing and then it goes back to the normal comedy i think it'd just be really a neat experiment paul i think you stumbled across fuck it productions defining <laughs> idiom yeah there you go just, you mean you we know. have to film a new wins a lot scene are you sure it's uh, idiom and not idiot <laughs> <laughs> i would always be the defining idiot <laughs> I don't know if it could work. Well, every time Ugly Couch Show makes a movie, we'll have to do that. Okay. There you go. Unless right. it's a horror movie we're basically making, and then what, we have to do a rom-com <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah. yeah. Paul, basically what you're saying is you want to make a movie that's just a romantic comedy, and then all of a sudden there's an unexplained horror scene in the middle of the movie. Pretty much. And it goes yeah. back to normal. Is that because yeah, like, yeah. as you're watching like a rom-com or something like that, that's what's going on in your head? I think it'd be really be awesome funny to fuck with the audience. Chainsaw Massacre came through and yeah, just be, slaughtered yeah. everybody at the movie theater. Yeah, it'd just be, except the two main characters and they get out free and nothing. Just, it'd just be funny. Yeah. Never hear about it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people wouldn't get the joke. I don't but know. The right it's, well, it's, like, it's like that. I guess it's, it's I mean, it's, it's been done. <laughs> it's that it's, whole thing yeah. with like Life of Brian where he falls into the alien spacecraft and goes out in that UFO yeah. adventure for five minutes and then yeah. falls right back. And it's yeah. like, you know, for, you know, if you just ca- came in on that scene, you'd be like, what is this sci-fi crazy movie? <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that, that sort of thing. Not even that integrated, but yeah, it's funny. Just a thought. I mean, that's the end of Blazing Saddles, too. You're right. You know. You're right. Oh, it just yeah. keeps deteriorating. Yep. And getting farther and farther. And then he brings deconstructing up. and put. But yeah, they, yeah. but they really deconstruct oh, making, and go behind yeah, the scenes. Going, kinda, he was yeah. doing deconstruction thing. That was the whole point. And sort of a movie. This the illusion movie. of it still being one cohesive film would not be broken. I understand. It wouldn't be like and now the horror movie part. It'd just be like yeah. all of a sudden there it is. It's like crazy. <laughs> but no ramifications of the event. That'd be ramifications, I guess, but not to the point where it would change up the original story. That'd be the, that'd be the way they you could do it with kiss all and get these together back in the end. That's why you could do it with all these different movies, and then you could have it like an extra on the DVD where you could play that version where it, where See, ten minutes of the movie becomes this crazy horror thing. I thought See, what you I, can dig on. I thought what you might wanted to do was might wanted to do English good idea speak. <laughs> um, what you might have had in mind was that you'd have them make a little horror movie and then uh, or scene. And then combined all of those to make one horror movie. Yeah, I thought you were coming back into this. Now that this all leads to one movie, where this one guy manipulates all these scenes, all these scenes that all these yeah, directors awesome. made from their other movies. That could so be like, awesome. You'd write so like a movie, last action hero, but but a murderer. <clears throat> you'd write yeah. a movie and, like as the main director, you'd have to write a movie that would connect like forty-year-old uh-huh. virgin with uh, the Avengers, with uh, Zero Dark Thirty, mm-hmm. with all these different movies that have nothing to do with each Kinda other. Kind of like the Freddy Krueger of cinema. Have, he'd have the Freddy powers, but he could move through movies instead of dreams. But, well, or you, well, that's more like Kentucky Fried Movie. Where, You're but right. it'd be more interesting to try to make a story that did connect all those That'd be logically. Funny too. Yeah, mm-hmm. be an interesting little challenge. And what does this have to do with Shield? Nothing. Nothing. I, I really. Nothing. I, I, it I triggered got... my brain thinking oh, about okay. how he's going to have to incorporate 
Paul's elements. brain. That's, Ele- that's Paul was saying. Yeah, Never try to figure out Paul's Paul brain. Paul was saying. <laughs> you will get wouldn't lost. It be, wouldn't it be interesting if you use clips in the movie and then we see that guy in the show that was in the background and we follow his story, which made yeah, him that, think about, okay. oh, I've always thought about. Just an idea stories. I had this week. I wanted to get out yeah. there. And, and S.H.I.E.L.D. is supposed record. to start with the cleanup after the Avengers. There you go. That much I know. That's a good two, three years right there. Well, before they even start cleaning up. No, it's like the Avengers happen, Shields in, we're cleaning no, up New I'm York City. Saying, I understand. I'm just saying our, our government incorporated. Our government will take a good two or three years before oh, it yeah. starts cleaning up. That's so, a good point. You know. So it's like two, three years later. Gotcha. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are forming their own company. The new company is to be called Important Studios, with an estimated value of $300 million, built on revenue from South Park, now in its 16th season on Comedy Central, and the Broadway mega-hit Book of Mormon. The studio will have the power and the money to approve television, movie, and theater projects, including the big-screen version of The Book of Mormon. The pair will join a short line of Hollywood players who have formed their own studios in a way of gaining control over the creative production and distribution process. Hooray! I'm actually actually kind of surprised they're doing this because they've been in such a... With South Park, I mean, they've been pretty much... They've had some good free reign. They have been. They just had their little. Like I saw yeah. that documentary about how they make a show in six and a half days. And yeah, it's like, that's they just that's let crazy. them do whatever the hell they want. I mean, they they're pretty well, much ex- sort you know of censorship, and even that, there's nothing they can do about censorship on TV. They're still well, being censored with their own. That's company. the thing. But I think that really you know? that probably was the one little straw. I can see. That. I think it's about Book of Mormon and them wanting to control all that. Well, that's no. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big part it of it. I thought they already had a production company. I mean, not the distribution arm, but they had their own. Company. I don't think that, I think they've always been a, a you know they've been under a large umbrella. What do you mean you know? the, the South Park Studios? Yeah, that yeah. they do their. But I think it's always been whoever it is. Is it Disney that owns them? Is that owns Comedy, Comedy Central? Central? I always Viacom. thought Viacom. was there, or is it Viacom? I, I don't know. It's one of them. Yeah, yeah. So I think they've yeah, always been under that right. Viacom umbrella. Well, Viacom does own Comedy Central. Yeah. Yeah. So or I don't think CBS. Ever, yeah, I don't think they were ever their own corp. Thing. Well, good for them. Yeah, I'm Hopefully excited to see what they turn out. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, they haven't always hit a home run for me. So I haven't seen anything besides basketball that I didn't love from them. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I didn't love basketball. I, I didn't them. like basketball. I didn't love it. I love Team America, though. Goddamn. <laughs> Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Netflix scored another big streaming deal recently, bringing in a bunch of seasons from a bunch of shows from Cartoon Network and uh, CN's Adult Swim block. This includes all seasons of Adventure Time, Johnny Bravo, Shut the ben Front 10, Door, The Regular Show, as well as Aqua Teen Hunger Force and oh! Robot Chicken. Oh! Netflix also scored streaming rights for The Boondocks and Children's Hospital. Sweet! So, that's coming in March. I own all that shit on DVD, but I don't care. Yeah. I own most every Adult Swim DVD ever made, but I will still watch it on demand. That's great. Yeah. Oh, get my <laughs> quick little fix. All. I want a picture. But I'll still I want a watch picture it on of him VOD. watching it streaming VOD. while the shelf is full of the DVDs. <laughs> like just holding the He'll DVDs. He'll have one yeah, episode yeah. streaming and another one on another TV. I do it right now. I just, I'm just watching Walking Dead today. I was rewatching it. I've got the DVD of the first season, but I'm watching it on Netflix because it's right there and it's easy and you fire it up. Boom, boom, boom. And shit. Don't the have to get up or nothing. It's really hard. To, <laughs> I wish. It takes so much effort to it put is. a disc in a player. Uh, that disc, uh, I'm going to have to sell that seer. 
series that first season because that was what? that double dip first season bullshit. I bought it when oh, it first came yeah. out, and they came out with a better version, and now they've come out with the collector's box for the first two seasons. That's how they get you. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait. No, I mean it'll be. No, I'll, I'll right, buy the whole thing one of these days, but. Bleh, I can get rid of this version. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I don't buy seasons. I wait till the show's over and buy the collection. Yeah. Because th- that's the best edition that'll come out. It's all Exactly. Well, that's why I regret getting the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, you know, but still, I'm not that big of a Harry Potter fan. They still I got haven't it. come out with a complete collection, have they? No, they have. Not the Blu-rays, anyway. Didn't yeah, they the come out? Come. I thought that thing was coming there, this there Christmas. Is, there, there's like, there is one, but it's not the definitive it's one. It's not the one come. yet? Yeah. And they're, 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 not that it. giant box? Giant box with all the editions they've already released. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I thought it had four hours of bonus shit in it, too. Oh, it does, but... Still not the yeah, final. I'm sure that's not the final. Probably well, the last one will come with all the books. They're going to keep making And a lock of Hermione's yeah. hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to take a my, while. Am I the only one looking for that set? <laughs> that's true, yeah. You, know, you they gotta, are, yeah. they got <laughs> to <they gotta laughs> let her cut her hair enough times that's to right. have it locked. <laughs> that's why her armpits well, are so well, clean. That's yeah. Their definition of lock... They really skimp on the lock. <laughs> it's like about hairs. four hairs. The two, yeah. two four hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you collect locks from movie stars. <laughs> what kind of weirdo would do that? Bexar County, Texas says that it will open the first 100% digital public library system in the country. Availing plans for its first location this past week. The plan has been in the works for a while, headed up by Bexar County Judge Nelson Wolf, who says that he was inspired to create a digitally native library where reading while reading Walter Isaacson's biography of Steve Jobs. You have something to say, Mike? B-E-X-A-R. Uh, B-E-X-A-R. It's pronounced Bear. That really? Yeah, it's Bear County. Can they? Do you know how to spell? It, it's like Indian or something. Dude, it's Texas. It's Tejas. They don't even know what 850 it would, it quadrillion is. It would be is. bear if the X was gone. It's bear. No. Yes, it's that bear. Just, read that or something. It's say bear. bear. It's bear. It's bear county. But I will not do it. I'm from bear county. It's bear county. <laughs> <laughs> Did they excise the X? It's Tejas, all right? It's bear. That bear is going to come up and, and chop, you, chop you down like firewood. And you're not even going to hear it because the X is silent. <laughs> <laughs> Much like a pterodactyl's pee. There you go. That's exactly what I was referencing. <laughs> Quote, if you want to get an idea of what it looks like, go into an Apple store, Wolf said to the San, Diego, uh, San Antonio Express News uh, called Bibliotech. The library system plans for several locations, starting with the first one in the fall of 2013 on the south side of the country. That's a county that's a, a Bexar County. Wolf says the system <laughs> won't be a replacement for the county, uh, that's Bexar County City's library system, but an enhancement to it. You see he's doing it on purpose now just because. <laughs> they preceding joke explained to you by <laughs> 80s Jeff. They plan to save money by using buildings which are already owned by Bexar County. Have been uh, estimated at the beginning cost of around two hundred fifty thousand dollars to secure the first ten thousand titles for the library. Uh, academic libraries have been moving toward digital systems for years now, but public libraries, which depend on public funding, have struggled struggled to keep up with changing technologies. Several other cities have announced and then aborted plans to go fully digital. Still, the potential cost savings for digital only libraries in the long run should see more cities following the suit in the future. Uh, Bexar. 
Bear has always had a great library, and uh, I, yeah? I imagine they'd be on the. I hear their Bexar's library is better. <laughs> These, what's the thing? The thing that's weird to me is like even when you're checking out digital books, like they can be on reserve, and you might not be able to check one out. Mm-hmm. Does that make any damn sense to anybody? Wait, really? The yes. Pro- the issue with that is that when they buy the digital editions, the they ha- only have so many of them mm-hmm. before they have to be re-upped. Okay, and so it's a license to have like ten a, in circulation or something. Yeah, like that. so it's it's part of the licensing that they have to sign. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's similar companies. to like you know oh, you rent still a, so you, you download it is a, you download you know a video and you only have forty eight hours to work. I get how it works. I understand it. Yeah. It makes no sense yeah. to me whatsoever. It is the simple. I mean, well, I guess I don't know. It's I guess there's got to be some profit for authors right down the, down the way. Well, but it's also it'd be nice. How much can they have on their their system? You know. Yeah. You know, their system is a max. I don't out. know. Yeah, yeah, but that's but that's being that's, small I mean, if files. If that were the case, I could understand. But it's not the case. It's not a storage no, yeah, limitation. It's it's a maybe it's just a fiduciary. Maybe limitation. it's just a fiduciary. You know, right. They can't let go of the 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 system. Like they, the, you've always had to lend out a, a, a book, and so they're trying to still keep that sort of it's part money. Of it. It's, it is it's money, a, yeah, but it, yeah. you know, it's neither it's, a borrower nor a lender. B I say it's publishers I want to read trying something, I fucking to buy it. It's publishers trying to hold on to a 20th century ideal in a 21st century well, age. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. It, it really comes from the publishers. It, yeah, it does. It's it really does, and it's ridiculous. I'm getting into this whole distribution thing too, and I'm starting to see some of that same problem with distribution of movies. Well, but see, distributors don't think in, other... in the terms. Of, I mean, well, they're thinking in terms of dollars, yeah. but they don't think. Okay, here is a set amount of money. Let them pay that, use it as often as they want. Yeah. They think, hmm, we can charge them per copy, yeah. even though each copy is copyable. Yep. So we want to maximize the amount of dollars in perpetuity. Nice. So and, and it just it's ridiculous. I just I, along those lines, another bullshit thing I discovered. I don't know if you guys have found this out. Remember the karaoke thing we were playing on the Xbox? Yeah. 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 You remember how you gotta buy time for the game? Yeah. Yeah. Do you realize that's real time? Yeah. From the moment you yeah. buy it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not playing the game? No, yeah. I figured oh, it's Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I 24 assumed. hours is... So 24 time, hours of time. 24-hour clock. Yeah. Yeah. I assumed that's Bullshit. Yeah, of selecting... Bullshit. That thing should what be to fucking sing. excised from the whole system. You didn't... You didn't. I assume uh, That seemed obvious to me. I yeah, thought it would it, just be yeah. when you were playing the like, game. You got, no. you got two hours to play this game. Because there's plenty of demos no, two that hours I've played. Now, this game's done. Plenty of demos that I've played that are two-hour demos that let you play the game for two hours. Yeah, sure. Whether that's 15 minutes, then 45, then I an hour, that. whatever. You know what I mean? Like You can play it however and whenever you want. But it doesn't just burn up that clock as soon as you start it. It's crazy. Yeah, That's but there's bullshit. a lot of demos that you download on the PC that you have a 48-hour trial, i.e. you literally have 48 hours from the time you download it and install it. Yeah, until... MMOs have that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. System. Because it's not you playing the game for 48 straight hours. No. It's you playing it for a couple Whatever hours here, a couple mm-hmm. hours there, and oh, shit, the two days are over. I now I mean, uh, this is, have to either buy this or... This is why it's scary that they're doing that because they're going to do that with all games. Not I know. You're buying two hours of t- I know. playing time. You're basically you, going to have... The next two hours you can play this you're game. You're going to have an arcade sitting on your console, on basically. your desk maybe. Uh, I mean, it won't. Ho- hopefully it won't I go that. I don't think it's going to go think, all that way, but... I think they'll try it yeah. and I think it'll fail. Uh, I, think, I hope it I, does. I, I think the reason is is because I think that people won't 
buy it eventually. I think they'll you have when you have the other free to play model with microtransactions available to you. True. And then the full sixty dollar full game model or whatever. But their goal is probably to get rid of all of that and just make it all pay to play. Uh, that is their goal of what they would like, but the only thing is with independent game people now r- running that part of the show, since they don't follow in the model, they kind of have to fight against us. The reasons why MMOs all went free to play. I hear because they were making more money through the microtransactions, exactly. Than yeah. by the subscription. In fact, I think I saw that the uh, the top the top ten grossing uh, iOS games, Apple games, are all free to play games. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, Farmville. Yeah. That thing made so much ridiculous money. Yeah. I don't know how that thing made money because I would never spend money on that. But somebody yep. will. But, I, but yeah, there are people that buy it religiously. Our buddy Patrick, he yeah. started spending money on it because he was hooked on that oh, game. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and it doesn't feel like much because it's 99 cents and here. And he had to leave. And he finally was like, there. I have to stop because I'm spending money on this game. I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm spending money to play that game. I'm like, what are you, Why? Because it advances uh, you fast. Digital publishers love those microtransactions oh. now. They absolutely love yeah, them. No, that makes sense. Because if you got a million people playing your game, that's the and iPod. They're, that's pl- the they're plugging in four or five dollars yeah. a week. Yeah, that that He-Man game I was uh, that just showed Paul and you guys that was ninety nine cents for that game. Yep. But I can it has five different expansions I can buy for it for ninety nine cents each. I mean, yep. that's, yep. And then power crystals I can buy to make my character grow faster. That's mm-hmm. apps on the. And that's the yeah. whole the, uh, oh, that goes too. back to that psychology of marketing. If it were a dollar. Fewer people buy it, but listing it at ninety nine cents, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, whole. hey, it's not quite a dollar. Yeah. I'm going to buy this, and it's really weird that sure. whole one or two pennies thing yep. will drive people. I, I read this whole book on psychology of of marketing, and it was amazing. I read that book. One or two pennies will drive people away. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Is that the name of the book? It should have been. It should have been. Oh, okay. I think it'll, I think it's going to be adapted into a musical, Paul. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, you should, you should work for a publisher, Paul. Thank you should you. work for a publisher. You could, be the, you could be the name guy. It's like, we don't have a name for this book. Bring in I want link. to buy something today. <laughs> it really but dirge. one or two pennies <laughs> will drive me away. <laughs> this flower is for sale. Oh, God. It is ten ninety nine. Buy it. In this pail, <laughs> I would buy it if it were ten ninety six. But ten ninety nine smells like old dicks. I won't buy the flower in the pail. I reconsider my initial price. Ten ninety six sounds ever so nice. A sale you have, a sale you have made. It don't smell like dicks, and here you get paid. I sold my pail and flower, but I lost three cents today. I have a pail and flower. Three cents richer, I shall stay. The sequel to Fiddler on the Roof isn't working for me. I like the so, first sidetrack much better. So, so first <laughs> there were it. Rogers and Hammers. I own it. I own Shepansky that. And That's it. <laughs> I own that. It's it's my fault. Fiddler on the Roof two, two cents less. <laughs> you love it. Yeah. <laughs> Fiddler on the it. Roof two cents less. That's great. <laughs> it was gold.
old. If I were a not so rich man. Zing! Jeff did it! Jeff said it! I own that too! Sometimes you gotta walk through a lot of shit to find something worthwhile. That's right. Since I am a cheap man. Yeah. A 230-year-old piece of artillery from the time of the Revolutionary War was being restored at the Get Central Park here. Conservatory. What's when her name? When <laughs> Hail! <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield Betty, up and going. Here she comes. <laughs> Really, I don't 230 year old prostitute is that what you say <laughs> prostitute prostitute what is she prostitute back in back in, back in war times prostitute. they called them That's yeah it's a prostitute yeah it's, well, it's they Indian they were property and then they were Indian property <laughs> from oh, Bear County uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, why would you name your child Battlefield? I don't know. <laughs> Battle. Your last name is Betty. You know what's out, happening. Kind of laid out the fate. Yeah, you know, you're kind of putting her self-fulfilling. Prophecy. Battlefield Betty with the gangrenous pussy coming to town. <laughs> coming to town. Oh, Lord. You can't saw it off because it's her pussy coming to town. <laughs> coming to town. Can't saw it off. And yet it's oh, no, her pussy. Yeah, yeah, it still has Paul's imprint in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Paul, they, so you can't. What are you saying is the pussy can't be removed? No, it's it's a big cauterize. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Let's talk about how it's being restored. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Paul is actually asking you to continue the article. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's uh, a new direction. Mark that it, one it, down, yeah. folks. That's, he's that's just looking for more material. Uh, <laughs> as is Battlefield Betty. Oh, the cauterizing pussy of Battlefield Betty. <laughs> Such a tale of woe mm-hmm. and redemption. It, it, their new one's made out of wood, like Washington's teeth. <laughs> Where do you think he found us, TV? hey Oh! In my life mask! Paul's face and what? Jeff Washington's that's what, that's, that's what you call Naughty Pine. Her poon is naughty, naughty, naughty. A 230-year-old piece of artillery from the time of the Revolutionary War was being restored at the Central Park Conservatory. When workers realized that it well, workers realized that she didn't want any part of it. <laughs> I told you he was just looking for more material. Uh, he got two words. He got two words. Workers found. And workers he, realized, and that's workers it. Realized. They didn't even get two words out. It was. He was in the Workers realized is pretty funny, though. I mean, in Paul's defense, workers realized that's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the softball of all softballs. I mean, how do you not? I mean, really, it's Paul's it's, the victim here. Paul's yeah, the victim. It's the one you don't swing at. <laughs> when workers realized it was still loaded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it ever? <laughs> Thankfully, NYPD officers safely removed the gunpowder 
and no one was hurt, but a loaded cannon was on display in Central Park for over 100 years without anyone knowing. That's pretty amazing. The cannon was first placed in Central Park after being donated by someone who recovered the piece from a sunken British ship in the East River. I'm sure it was real functional after that fucking gunpowder was all soaked in brine. Well, go ahead. The cannon was capped with concrete and put on display in 1860 without anyone realizing it was still loaded. It stayed open to the public until 1996 when it was taken inside Central Park Conservatory to protect it from vandalism. When workers removed the concrete capping the barrel as part of the restoration event, uh, they saw a cannonball inside and called the police. It may be hard to believe the fact that the cannon was loaded was overlooked for so long, but that it could, but that, uh, could be because it was 90 years old and when it first donated to the park and it had to be salvaged from the bottom of the river. A lot of people would have assumed a 90-year-old gun that had been submerged in water would no longer be capable of firing. That was the assumption I just made. But after removing 800 grams of black powder that police say still could have ignited, seems the gun could have gone off at any time. Powder can dry out. It could have gone off at any time, given somebody put fire to an old cannon. Well, and a hot wadding. day. A wick. A hot day. Yeah. <laughs> you still need a... How uh, hot? You still need the wadding and the fire to actually have a spark. To oh, there's plenty of wadding. And <laughs> goo but no yeah the gunpowder will just dry out <laughs> gunpowder does dry out yeah, t- tell yeah. me about it and then it's still usable <laughs> I don't understand that yeah, they, they <laughs> haven't understood anything he said for the last half hour they found samples of ancient gunpowder from China that it's still good that they've been able to ignite there you go case closed yeah. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> and there it is. Uh, uh, there you go, folks. Take a drink. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Blizzard announced last week the World of Warcraft players have raised $2.3 million for Hurricane Sandy Relief. <laughs> He's not laughing so at funny Sandy Relief. Buddy. He's not laughing at Sandy Relief. The, I'm still laughing at the case closed. <laughs> of course. The money, the money was raised in-game by offering players a chance to adopt a fiery pet cat known as Cinder Kitten. The pet was offered to players at the price of $10 adoption fee, and Blizzard announced that all the money would go to Sandy Relief even before the Cinder Kitten was added to the game. The community responded in record numbers. Creating an adorable in-game pet seems to be Blizzard's preferred method of raising money for charity, and it works well for them. The campaign to raise money for the Tsunami Relief in 2011 involved selling a Cenarian hatchling pet that raised over $1.9 million. So now there's World of Warcraft pet hoarders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. pet hoarders, absolutely, in yeah, World of Warcraft. Uh, <laughs> and if you That's find them in World of Warcraft, dimes to donuts, their actual apartment is full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> Unkempt cats. Mm. Dimes to donuts. Mm-hmm. So are you putting up dimes against donuts? And if I there was a time, a dime for a there donut. was a time if I lose the there's, bet. There's donuts in the kitchen. If I I'll lose give the you a bet, dime, I have to pay you in donuts. No, the, yeah, there was a t- there was a time when a dime to a donut would be a, a weird wager. It'd be like, yeah, you know. So so it's saying it's, it's still, saying it's I'm very confident wager. in my. Oh, unlike now, yeah. commonplace. It's still pretty. I mean, I go to Seven Eleven and pay him fourteen donuts. Oh, now it's reverse. I get myself a Coke. Now it'd be donuts <laughs> to dimes. Now it'd be donuts to dimes. It'd be like be be like I will give you umpteen donuts if this is not true. Whereas you would owe me dimes, as in saying I would take on the greater risk because there is nary a donut you can purchase in this land for nah. a dime now. That's my understanding of the. No, that, well, you're betting what it is. Currency against donuts. 
Mm, word etymology. Be it one is more expensive than the other. What you're doing is you're, making, you're, making, you're making an, an off-homer Are you Simpson? looking it up, Jeff? Donuts would be... Oh, no. <laughs> There's no need to look it up. There's no need to look it up. We're correct. Well, I want to know the etymology <laughs> of it. I want to know exactly... Somebody thought it was funny. I don't know, but dimes Some, to donuts, that's the thing I say a lot. Are you looking up, Carson? I've noticed. Thank sure. you. All right, dimes to donuts. We'll get to the bottom of this. Sure And we then will. it'll be case crows. By the way, on a Star Trek episode, <laughs> one time a guy said uh, credits to Navy Beans. There you go. Yeah. And that's, see? Credits to Navy Beans. That's what I mean. Yep. All right. It's a, it's a wager of disparate equalities. Amazon introduced a new service called Amazon Auto Rip, which automatic- What? Amazon Auto Rip. Is that it for farting in your car? Yes. <laughs> you said that with, like, trepidation. Like you were going to get in trouble now for farting well, in your car. Well, <laughs> if, if, if they start charging him, 99 that's, cents microtransaction like, well, for every fart. I would be bankrupt. I love the idea, like, that's the only place I can fart anymore is in the car. <laughs> it's not even safe. There have been days when I've, oh, man, I don't know what's going on down there, but there are days. I think it's what's going on in your mouth. True. The neurobliss. There are days when I have left one in that ride and gotten back to that car hours later, and it remains angry and fierce. You need to crack the windows and let it air out a bit. It's not safe to crack the window in this town. Oh, well, there you go. Hey, we got to make choices, sir. It's too cold. <laughs> too cold to crack my window right now. And that's right, why it's angry. Ready, Paul? Oh, no. here we go. Oh. Dollars to donuts is a faux bet in which one person agrees to put up the same amount of dollars to another person's donuts in a bet. Dollar. Where a donut I'd, is considered to be to worth much less than a dollar. Yeah. Betting someone uh, dollars to donuts is a rhetorical device that indicates that the person is confident in the outcome of an event, but it does not usually involve an actual bet with actual payoffs, either in dollars or donuts. Damn it. I'd always heard dollars to donuts. But I've yeah. always heard dimes to donuts. But yeah. Yeah. I heard credits to Navy Beans. <laughs> <laughs> I heard credits to Navy Beans. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, 99 uh, cents. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Amazon! Amazon rip. <laughs> Auto rip. <laughs> Betting dollars to donuts may not be such a good bet today. When this phrase was coined, you could buy many donuts for a dollar. Today, when a donut costs more than a dollar, the better who bets dollars to donuts is actually making a bad bet. My point precisely. <laughs> what are you going to do with all those donuts? Oh, what? I mean, at what? some point, at some point, you have just too many donuts. You don't fuck donuts. <laughs> are you are you gonna look there and look at me with a straight a face and tell done. me you don't put your dick all over them donuts? I haven't done it in a while. Liar! I've never put my dick on a donut. By the way, what? there are some donuts in the in the kitchen. Y'all ain't lived. Feel He's free. Treated like a ring game with couples. <laughs> they haven't been glazed yet. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna go in and take care of them donuts, and you guys are gonna have to play the guessing game for the rest of the night. <laughs> Which one is Can I guess now? Can I guess now? All of them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the right guess. That would be the right guess. Mm, these sprinkles taste like pubes. Mm, they're pubes. Uh, uh, I'd like the chocolate frosted donut pubes. Sprinkles pubes. He didn't ever make it as far as rusty pubes. No, rusty pubes. No, Those 40s cowboys movies just were not like the 30s. Yeah. He just didn't have the voice. Yeah, I'm Sprinkles Pubes. He was more of a swashbuckler. He was a German cowboy. (laughs) He works great in silent film, but once the talkies came He was like a German cowboy clown. It was just too confusing. (laughs) Hello. Hello, bad guy. I'm Sprinkles Pubes. I'm here to shoot you down with my strong gun. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
Sprinkles pubes. <laughs> no, not sprinkles pubes. Yeah, sprinkles pubes. <laughs> <laughs> did you just have an argument with himself? He did. He did. <laughs> he confused himself. <laughs> Paul self brainstorming. <laughs> oh, how unfortunate. So, uh, Amazon Autorip. Yeah. Oh, is that something? It automatically gives customers free MP3 versions of any CDs they've purchased from Amazon since the launch of its music store back in 1998. I'm sorry. What does it give them free copies of? Uh, MP3 versions of any CD you bought CD's from Amazon. CD's nuts! Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's I was nice. waiting for that. <laughs> Why did you steal it away? No, I was waiting for you to do it. I was I'm like, he's going to say it, he's going to say it, and there it is. It warms his cockles when you do it. Oh, that's what CD's nuts is all about. The digital music being placed in users' Amazon Cloud Player accounts. Amazon customers won't have to take any action to switch on AutoRip. In fact, if, even if users have never signed up or downloaded the Cloud Player software, the option will be enabled if they've ever purchased a CD on Amazon. In that case, those customers should have already received an email informing them that the digital copy of the purchase is now available in the cloud for free. So yeah, this one surprised me. This is their attempt yeah, to, is, to take uh, iTunes on? I guess so. Uh, yeah, kind of. Because basically, if you've ever bought... I've bought plenty of CDs yeah, through yeah, Amazon, yeah. had them shipped to me. Right. Uh, I was using the cloud player for a song that I bought a couple weeks ago on, in my car, on my phone. And I just let it play afterwards. And all of a sudden, it started playing music that I was like, well, why is this on my cloud player? It's, I don't. I don't listen to Ivanko. Or, or, yeah. I, I, that's a CD I bought for my mother for Christmas a couple ah, of years ago. Sure you did. And so <laughs> yeah, after he had bought so, it, enjoyed it. So so every, so every gift CD I've ever bought, I now own on MP3. Apparently, so it goes wow. to the gift CDs. That's interesting. I, I well, thought, no, just I any wondered CD if, you bought. Well, I wondered if they would transfer it over to the person you bought it for. No, he's they saying he no, no. had gifts. Well, I would say no because you know what? Yeah. Um, I've been getting, I get recommendations on my Amazon page based on gifts I've bought for like my sister in law for Christmas yeah. and stuff. And it's just like, I, I don't want any of this. Well, I don't but care. The idea is, sure. But they like like I don't need leather straps for my mouth hole. <laughs> I don't need them. Now, I are don't you. <laughs> need leather straps, masking tape. I don't need fishnet. Finger gloves. I don't need these things. Your these are all hole. things I bought for my sister-in-law. I don't need. I don't need alcohol dispensers for my nose. I don't need what? shoes that look like Kermit the Frog naked. I don't need. I don't need jelly that is only edible on Ritz crackers that dissolves all of the crackers. I don't need this. These are things that I bought for my sister-in-law. I don't need cardboard boxes that are packed in other smaller cardboard boxes. I don't need the infinite cardboard bias for my sister-in-law. I don't need a puzzle of the face of Abraham Lincoln in 3D. That's for my sister-in-law. I don't need a rabbit. I bought that for her. I don't want any more animals. I don't need this stuff. Damn it, stop sending these recommendations my way. These were for my sister-in-law. I bought her the football-shaped dildo. Not for me. <laughs> You realize your class was last night, right? What class? Your improv. He class. ain't got no class. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> there it is. CD's nuts. <laughs> um, my question get... would. My question would be: Are you able to like manage the song list at all? Like, like I imagine you can. I haven't gotten into my oh, okay. cloud ever since uh, the, this magic so. thing appeared, but. Oh, okay. uh, 
but I think it's cool that good on them to yeah. to just give it to you. That's really awesome. Well, you already own it. Yeah. I, in fact, yeah. I got to go find out what I bought back in you know two thousand one, right? That's interesting. I find that the CDs that I've bought through Amazon aren't available on the download. Right. That's why and, I had to buy the CD. And they then not only that, but it's something they're expanding. So if that you bought the CD, it might not be available yet, but they are expanding it out. They are signing contract mm-hmm. after contract to get these all in. Cool. And the thing about sending you things like now, what they're thinking is, well, he'll need to buy her another gift at some point. Mm. And here's another thing she might like. Yeah, but they're phrasing. They say, you might be interested in this. And you know, you can right. click that little box and that says, I, 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 I love it. I love the <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> You're insulted by the phrase. So basically, you want to say you or someone you bought a gift for might be interested in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Look look at the address that it was mailed to the fuckers. Yeah, but don't they have a little thing that said this was a gift, so it doesn't be doesn't do recommendation on it anymore? I don't know. Because I clicked that button. That's right. Well, that I do. I have to do that. You do. It's a little annoying. You know. This was if you don't gift. click the gift button, well, it's they're a pretty thing. sure that dildo is for you. I have a similar thing with the Bellagio. Take it from Paul. Because I got... <laughs> exactly. I have, my recommendation list is not but dildos. <laughs> for a wedding gift, I got some friends a couple nights at the Bellagio a couple years ago, which is okay. a really nice gift. Quarter but I keep, uh, I keep getting emails sent to him, sent to me in his name. Oh, so okay. like, hey, Johnny, you'd like to say the Bellagio again? But it's like, no, it's, I'm not Johnny, but he checked in under his own name. You know? Sure. So, but that kind of makes sense because I did it all through me, but still, it's kind of funny. It's yeah. like, and that happened to me one time, yeah. too. I booked something for my dad. Yeah. And, like, I think a, we've all oh, stayed yeah. at the Bellagio <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> Does that mean Air Do Air you Air even know what you're saying yeah. anymore? No, I'm, so, I'm just, just... What are you saying? What are you saying? For those of you in our listening audience, I'm putting air quotes around the phrase, <laughs> stay in the Bellagio. Yes, and what are you... So, what is take that, that for me? Huh? What's the implication? There's a lot of water sports involved. Water sports, like, like oh, because they have the water, fountains. They have like the water polo? fountains that nope, uh, like, like water people polo peeing and... on each other. What? <laughs> See, that doesn't. I didn't know. I doesn't... didn't go anywhere near. No, Paul, that showers. one needed to be like a pterodactyl where the pee was silent. Go. <laughs> 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 40 more, times. 40 more times, that joke will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> 40 more times, and that joke will be funny. Yeah. <laughs> that no. was one of the shirt ideas I was coming up with uh, today for the Ugly Couch shows. Like, but gold? Keep, say, keep saying it until it's funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's just yeah. Paul's philosophy in life. It is. <laughs> Love me do. The first... <laughs> This is the right place for this. All yes, right? it is. Uh, Where else will I find love? It, it sounds like it's, it you must be like an early morning kind of spritz. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, or at least that's how Paul explains you know, it to Anne. For the Anne. walk of shame. <laughs> The next morning for the walk of shame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the girl has the walk of shame. Yeah. You have to do, love me do. You assume, <laughs> you assume the girl has the walk of shame. <laughs> she does in my house. <laughs> and that frost starts to melt. And the, the little petals on the flowers are coated in that tiny glistening uh, ray of dew. There yeah, you go. It's love do. me do. <clears throat> love me do. The first number one single released by the Beatles. Oh, that one. It's actually that. Has entered the public domain in Europe. That's what the song is about. Hey-o. Due to the contemporary copyright laws, reports Rolling Stone, released 50 years ago last year, the tune, which launched the Fab Four into the musical stratosphere, can now be used free of charge in any forms of media one desires in Europe. 
The uh, copyright law on the other side of the pond states that all recorded music has an expiration date after 50 years. On December 31st of last year, it took effect. Uh, there is a move to extend copyrights for 70 years, but that's something that, if it does come to fruition, would not take effect until November of this year. Question. Yeah. Should the supergroup Europe do a cover of Love Me Do, are we then able to use that as eminent domain anytime we like? Because it is, in fact, a cover by Europe. Why does it have to be by Europe? Well, cause because it's, it's only applicable. To, it's, a, it's, an old, it's a European law. Yeah, yeah, he went around the way on that one, but I'm just yeah. trying to circumvent the courts. We need to get the band Europe to do a cover of "Love Me Do" so that we can use that version anytime we like. And if they try and sue us, say it's legal because it's Europe. Yeah, so take that the state of Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> how many times has that phrase been said? <laughs> well, how many times? Actually, a lot. I know. I love it. That's a great phrase. Take, take that, the- estate of Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good phrase. That's a T-shirt. Anyway, take that, estate of Michael Jackson. That'll be eighties. T-shirt. That new law would enforce a use it or lose it clause, which would simply mean that recordings released before 1963 cannot lay dormant. Companies who outright own the product must make said product available for consumer purchase and full usage, or the rights are retained by the artist. I like that clause. This could be something oh, that actually would potentially be a huge benefit for the artist, as there have been lawsuits upon lawsuits for decades about this very issue. So, yeah, if you were the like artist. And so, see, I love that. Copyright owners, put it available for the public. If you just hold on to it, fuck it. It goes back to the artist. Yeah. So you either let the artist have it or you let the public have it. Of yeah. course, then you had the, the Watchmen effect, where DC just keeps the Watchmen in print, and mm-hmm. therefore the oh, rights true. do not revert back to more. Doesn't work quite the get... same way with music, though. Yeah, yeah. Because that original recording is the original recording. Yeah. And even if you remaster it, it's not a new. Sure. And there's so many movies <laughs> you out haven't there renewed the rights for it. Still so not available to the public because someone's get... sitting on rights of it and yeah. it's not released because they don't feel there's enough interest. Yeah, and a cover isn't it. a re, isn't isn't a new possession of the rights. It's a cover. It's the rights to that cover. Oh, I was going to say, you should get Rorschach to do a cover of Love Me Do. And that would really fuck shit up. And you asked me to do a cover of I, I Love Me Do. And well, I would everybody, say no. Everybody would, hear <laughs> exactly. a different, everybody would hear a different song, wouldn't they? They would. Yeah. Well, it depends, yeah. Oh, and and you could include it on deep. a record inside the book. Yeah. <clears throat> everybody would hear a different what song. What song do you hear? And then My songs song. would all sound like penis, but I mean, you know, everybody hears the, a different song. The Your songs already all sound like penis. Sounds of penis. <laughs> <laughs> that law doesn't just a- apply to music, right? It's it's any published no, that's, work. Well, it seems to be specifically right. to music. I, I do not know, honestly, <clears throat> the answer to that. You didn't study up on your European law, but I, I, I do agree. I do agree. The the switch to make it public domain or it goes to the artist is a really interesting and good idea. Yeah, because that means if companies forget about it and don't think about, it, ah, mm-hmm. it'll just automatically go to the artist then. Yeah. And that would be nice. I mean, it's too little too late, but at least it's better than nothing. Yeah. I'm also then, against you know, use of copyright to suppress things, you know, just yeah. like to bury mm-hmm. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It forces, Make it available or lose it. Yeah. 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 No, that's interesting. Art should, once it's out there, it should be out there. Mm-hmm. Art is meant to be shared. And finally, a local story for here in Las Vegas. Oh. The Find My iPhone program seems like a pretty good idea. 
If you lose your iPhone or have it stolen, you can track it via the GPS in order to retrieve it. In theory, wonderful. Who wouldn't want to track down and find their lost smartphone? In practice, however, uh, just ask Wayne Dobson, 59-year-old Las Vegas retiree. Find My iPhone has been mistakenly sending folks to his house for years. According to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, it appears that the problem only affects a small number of Sprint customers. Find My iPhone, for whatever reason, gives the coordinates to Mr. Dobson's house whenever these unsuspecting Sprint customers try to locate their lost gadgets. When they show up, they're adamant that Dobson has their phone and the police have been called more than once. It's gotten to the point where he's actually posted a sign outside his door with big bold letters reading, No Lost Cell Phones. And he also sleeps near the door on the weekends in order to answer it whenever anyone inevitably knocks on his door. Uh, Dobson's trials and tribulations started in 2011, and there's currently no solution on the horizon. For their part, Sprint has said they're looking into the matter. Current speculation is that there's something happening in their switchboard that's incorrectly, incorrectly sending out Dobson's coordinates for whatever reason. Of all the cities, too. Wow. I can't imagine how many phones get lost on a weekend. Yeah. Oh, Does he oh, yeah. have oh. um, an iPhone? An iPhone? Or an, and, you know, yeah. Is that I don't believe he does. So it's just his house? Yeah. That's... Maybe it has something to do with Apple Maps and its weird... Weirdness. Uh, like, is yeah. he suing the fuck out of this? I assume I there's got to be something involved. He should be working on something. Yeah. yeah. If nothing else, buy me a new house in yeah. another location. Yeah. That's crazy. Make this one a Sprint store. Yeah, make it a, make it a, exactly. You get crazy business. Make it a lot. Make this an Apple store, and you'd be you yeah, know really. clearly you need to make this an Apple store. Yeah. Wow, that would suck. Yes. Glad I'm not that guy. I saw that story. I was like, oh, I'm getting the details of it. That sucks ass. Yeah. I would not sleep near the door to answer it tonight. No way. Well, when you oh, got people, people pounding for their it. phone, they're going to oh, be yeah, awfully insistent. insistent. Oh, yeah. So. Thinking that you stole it. Yeah. Yeah. Says you have yeah, they're phone. not going to think that they left it there accidentally. Yeah. They're going to be tourists. like, you motherfucker. Oh, I know. It's gross, but it's Drunken just terrible. Vegas yeah. tourists. <laughs> like, where's my fucking phone, asshole? Yeah. And right. who's going to buy that story when... The door is opened. Yeah, people come here looking for their phones all the time. It's a mess up in. Well, now he's got the sign up. But so even helps. still, yeah. whoa, man, still. They should. Stressed. They should put like. They should put a, a subroutine or something in their system so that when that fucking <laughs> goddamn uh, coordinates come up, it instantly pops up. Yeah, maybe not here. <laughs> that Do- seems not like a bug that should be fixed. I yeah. mean, yeah, and easily fixed. Yeah, some. This find my iPhone app and really and, should and, work on and that. And that's just it. It doesn't happen with Verizon, AT&T, only Sprint. It's and Sprint's Sprint fairly new to iPhones, the iPhone game. Yeah. Yeah. 30 well, years from now, and it's a not giant ev- basement full of phones discovered right there. <laughs> <laughs> thousands and thousands of phones just stacked all the way down there. Sitting in his house. <laughs> Goes down like 80 feet into the ground. He's like busting through Kalichi to stack these fucking phones. <laughs> Just has a strange fetish for mm-hmm. phones. Didn't it even say that it's just a small percentage? Yeah, of, I promise you. Customers just your phone is not here. So it's it's like not even all iPhones. It's just a small percentage yeah. of iPhones. That's weird. Still, that's a weird. That's gotta be. And that's some probably kind what makes a, it so hard to catch if it's happening intermittently. It's gotta have to. It's gotta have to do something with like where the phone is lost it's, within the towers. And it might be, and it could also be like a a hardware slash software glitch because yeah. all of those maker? phones are put together by hand. So. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you right. misweld or maybe some little these are transit. stolen by a crazy hacker who's spoofing his address. It's yeah, possible. That too. Yeah. It's possible too. 
well, what, what did he do it's to the perfect somebody? crime? <laughs> yeah, because they don't state go, if yeah. the phones are eventually found, where they're found, et cetera, et cetera. Just people go there. Dobson doesn't call. Care. He has a giant basement. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't have <laughs> no, no, no. But have, I mean, from I don't have sprint, your phone. Get off my damn lawn. You know, there's no statement of well, they're eventually found. It's just you know, weirdness. It, you don't even know. Weirdness. I imagine they're not if they're saying they're at Dobson's house and they can't. Wow. Can point well, something yeah. else new. Yeah, because people could not wow. ever find their phones prior to the Find My Phone app. Nope. Right. You could never find your phone. Because nobody ever picks up your phone and sees the, and calls one of your friends on the contact Yeah, list. no, not everyone's like Barry, who has his picture right on his phone. This, this is my phone. Give it back to me. <laughs> which he's so proud about. Does he have that on it? Yeah, and he, he actually shows everyone. I will never lose my phone because my picture is <laughs> right here. Just and because people somebody will see me and bring me my phone. Just Although according somebody, to Deb, he does misplace it around the house a lot. <laughs> just because somebody brings your phone back to you doesn't mean you didn't lose it. Where the fuck's my phone? Did wow. you check by the computer? That you're no, I wasn't in there. Deep. <laughs> that's like Zen. You lost deep. your phone. That's like Buddha talk. Found it for you. You still lost your phone. Why do you think Barry's an idiot? Write to us. Comments <laughs> at UglyCouchShow.com. <laughs> Paul didn't even set that one up. <laughs> We're knocking it down. We're about to get flooded with emails. <laughs> Paul is actually this like, will be the really most affected by this story. Shock ever. <laughs> I think he had a there but for the grace of God go I moment. And he's just t- like. I just think, I mean, I put myself in that guy's shoes. It's terrible. What, no. to be Barry? <laughs> to answer. <laughs> That's almost as bad. Almost as bad. The only way it could be worse if it was if you're Barry and these people are coming to look for your phones. Well, you know, you that would be worse. That'd be funny. Yeah, that'd be goddamn. You want to talk about reality fact, show? Is there some way we can oh. set this up? Can we send Verizon people to Barry's oh, house in Houston? Get out of here! I don't have your phone. Ooh. Ooh, oh, your phone. And oh, like this here. week, oh, folks, oh. if you're in Houston, oh. pay a stop Quit by Barry's sprint. house and ask him for your phone. <laughs> oh, why are you using Just Sprint? Just as oh. a spoon. Get out here. Oh, oh, Quit oh. using Sprint. Oh, get out. Oh, oh. <laughs> Quit using Sprint, man. Just hang up the phone. God. Oh. Oh. I don't have your fucking phone. Oh, I have long hair. Leave me alone. I'm not a lady. Oh, get out of here. Oh. Oh. That has oh, a stop reality looking at my pretty eyes. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, stop kissing me. Oh, 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 I like it too much. I like it too much. Oh, oh, my first time with a man. Stop it. Oh, oh, quit. Oh, oh, that was really good. Oh, cut my balls. All right, come back tomorrow. But still have your fucking phone. Oh, 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 but I do want your number. Oh, 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 I just won't do me any good. Fuck. Oh, ass. Oh, 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 oh. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so sad to not be Barry. That was, that was Paul, that was a beautiful line. Oh, yeah, I don't have your phone, but I still want your number. <laughs> that's, that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs>